Hey everybody, it's Sam Jacobs. Welcome to the Sales Hacker Podcast and to Friday Fundamentals. You know Friday Fundamentals, it's that short five to 10 minute format where we bring you actionable insights to help make a difference in what you do today. We've got this week's guest back on the show, Jana Scorsone. She is the GM of North America for Aircall. And she's going to be talking to us about what you can do to make sure that as we return to work, we think about returning to the office, what you can do to make your workplace as productive and engaged as possible. So it's a it's going to be a great question. Before we get there, we've got two sponsors for Friday Fundamentals that we want to thank. The first is Outreach. Outreach triples the productivity of sales teams and empowers them to drive predictable and measurable revenue growth. By prioritizing the right activities and scaling customer engagement with intelligent automation, Outreach makes customer-facing teams more effective and improves visibility and food what really drives results. We're also sponsored by Pavilion. Pavilion is the key to getting more out of your career. Our private membership connects you with a network of thousands of like-minded peers and resources where you can tap into leadership opportunities, professional development, training, and mentorship just made for high growth leaders like you. Take a look at joinpavilion.com. Jana, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much, Sam. Good to be here again and speaking with you. We're excited to have you. So our question for you today is, what is your strategy? What is your recommendation for ensuring that as we return to work, we do it in such a way that our teams are engaged, productive, and that we maintain the great culture we've worked so hard to build? Uh, that's a great question. And I know one that is you know, hot on everyone's mind and probably gives everyone a little bit of anxiety when thinking about it as well. I know it does for me. But you know, I think we've been really successful here at Aircall uh, in doing just this. And I'd say you know, the number one strategy I would share is, is to be flexible and to communicate it about your strategy regularly with enfolding people in uh, to that discussion, uh, because often silence around it can bring more anxiety than help. So uh, again, yeah, it's just communicating around it. So, you know, what we've decided here is we actually surveyed the team first because we did not feel like we wanted to impose our own thoughts and feelings around it. Uh, We really wanted to understand what our community was looking for. And so we launched a survey and we found that, you know, a good handful of people really wanted to come into the office. What we also found was that they did not want to wear a mask. What we also found was that they were nervous to be around people who were not vaccinated. Through this survey, we also found out that we had a really great handful of people who are great people who their choice is to not get a vaccine because it's not right for them. And we want to make sure that people feel very comfortable with all of their decision in what's right for them, what's right for their body. And we also found that some people wanted a hybrid model. So it's a little bit of everything. How do you create this potpourri experience? Mm -hmm. Uh, While also considering that we've got a great handful of remote, fully remote team members that we really ramped up hiring to expand our ability to hire quickly during the pandemic as well. And so again, we've got this potpourri mix in the New York City area and then a very robust remote team as well. So, you know, what we decided to do, Sam, is we decided to build and hit on all of those points. So our New York City office, we require a vaccine. We have one side of the office that people can wear masks if they want to. And the other side don't wear masks. And for people who travel or, you know, even, you know, everyone here, we get tested regularly to make sure that we minimize the chances for breakthrough cases as well. And then we also have what I'd mentioned, right? The the people who wanted to be hybrid. And so what I believe and, and my philosophy has always been, you know, to keep productivity, it's really important to have a routine, to have a schedule. 
people thrive with a routine, whether they realize it or not. And so what becomes challenging with a hybrid scenario of, oh, sure, you could come in the office a couple of days a week or come when you want, there's never going to be that set routine. And I think what we've all learned, right, everyone was scared when employees went fully remote. And a lot of us in you know the technology arena saw that productivity remain the same, high, great productivity. And, you know, of course, it's, it's, it's you know, completely powered by, you know, the, the, the SaaS tech stack that enables that. But the soft side of it is that people had routine. You were at home. It was predictable. It was repeatable. So we wanted to make sure that with this hybrid option, we facilitated the same. And so we have the policy that Mondays, Thursdays, and Fridays are in office for the go-to-market team so that we're also increasing engagement and collaboration so that we're all in the offices the same day, but that we're also facilitating the productivity stance because you've got your set schedule. You know, you're not going to press snooze a couple times and decide not to come in the office. It's your schedule. What we wanted to be very careful of was that we were not creating two different cultures or, as you mentioned, you know, ruining the strong culture that existed. Right. And because we have so many remote folk and because we have a lot of people who don't feel comfortable with the vaccine, they keep their jobs. And we encourage that because they have to feel comfortable and so they could you know, continue working remotely. But it's really important to think about all of the different offerings that you have and how it may translate to in-office versus remote. And so a great example is a meeting, right? If you have a meeting that's comprised of people both in-office and remote, you want to make sure that you level the playing field. And what we've found is making sure that everyone is on, you know, Zoom or whatever, you know, conference tool you use, everyone should have their own square. Right. You can have the in-office people all in a conference room together, but it's making sure that people who are remote have that same opportunity to hear clearly and see each person around that virtual room. And so that technique, I think, is one of the greatest we've found to really continue to brew really strong and productive meetings. I love it. And so if I'm distilling all of that flexibility is important. Listening to your employees is important and creating solutions that incorporate their feedback that also bring in the idea of consistency and routine so that we can all, if we're all going to be, for those that want to be in the office, we're going to be in the office at the same time. And, uh, and for those that don't want to be, we're going to create solutions for them. And then we're going to be creative around doing things like making sure that everybody's has a zoom square, even if you're in person or not, so that the people that are not there don't feel excluded in any way. My word, you said that fantastically and a lot faster than I did, but that's exactly right. <laughs> you know, the one thing that I didn't touch on, Sam, was was the communication around it. I, you know, the other, you know, strong piece to this is to understand that things are changing rapidly. And so we also make sure that we think about safety and wellness for everyone. And, you know, what was right for someone today may not be right for them tomorrow based on, you know, COVID statistics or, you know, things that they're experiencing in their external life. And so we've, you know, made sure to communicate to people regularly so that if they change their mind in terms of what option they want, that they have that option and that they feel very comfortable doing so. Makes a lot of sense. John, remind us if folks want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do so? LinkedIn. Absolutely. And they should spell out your last name only for just in case they're they're looking you up. They want to make sure that they can find you. 
I love that you said the last name and not my first because I think the first is a tricky one. But last name <laughs> is S C O R S O N E. Awesome. And you can find her on LinkedIn, folks. You can find me. You can email me, sam at joinpavilion.com, or you can find me on LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash the word in forward slash Sam F. Jacobs. Jonathan, thanks so much for being our guest on the show this week. Thank you so much, Sam. Absolute pleasure. And thanks to our sponsors, Outreach and Pavilion. And for everybody else, we'll talk to you next time.